Thank you for joining us for the FS Monero podcast with Pastor Terrell Turner. Our vision is that as we teach faith and love, we can duplicate ourselves and lost others. So open your heart now to receive the ministry of God's Word. We've been talking about success, success as it relates to a plan, success as it relates to being disciplined, success as it pertains to joy. And tonight I have been delegated to talk to you success as it pertains to the blessing. You say, well, I've heard about the blessing. You ain't heard it like this. So I want, we got, we got to take a journey and I want you to open up your spirit and get ready to receive. Cause I guarantee you, if you will receive with your spirit tonight, you will enter into your next level of manifested provision. Amen. Amen. You ready to receive? Yeah. Are y'all going to journey with me? Yeah. Praise God. Genesis chapter one. Turn there. Genesis chapter one. Praise God. Success as it pertains to the blessing. That's the first book of the Bible. Genesis chapter one and verse 26. It says there, and God said, let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let him have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air, over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that creepeth upon the earth. Now, here God creates man and he gives him dominion. He gives him might. He gives him power. He gives him everything that he needs to function and operate in the earth. And he blessed him. This is the first time we have mentioned of the blessing. He blessed him. And what did that entail? It entailed being fruitful, multiplying, increasing, and subduing the earth. Now, if you have an amplified, that word subdue, it says to use all of the earth's resources for the kingdom of God's service and for man's own. Now, what resources could he be talking about? I'm glad y'all asked. Genesis chapter 2. Genesis 2 and 7. The Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. That's Adam. Jump down to verse 10. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden. And from there it was parted and became into four heads. Now I got to give you something here. We know that in Isaiah 12 that Lucifer was a fallen angel. And he was once good, but he, he, he got puffed up and, 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 and proud. And he got kicked out of heaven. Now Lucifer was, he was the light bearer. He was the son of the morning. But when he lost... Uh, his authority, when he got kicked out, he lost everything. We know Lucifer had 
in him pipes and all types of instruments, but also Lucifer had crowned jewels on the inside of him. So when he got kicked out, he lost that. Jesus said, I beheld Satan fallen from heaven as lightning. All right, so go back. Verse 10, and a river went out from Eden to water the garden. It was parted. Verse 11, and the name of the first is Pison. That is it which compassed the whole land of Havilah, where there is gold, and the gold of that land is good. There's bdellium and the onyx stone. The bdellium is pearl. So now God puts, makes a garden, puts man in the garden, gives him dominion, and in the garden is gold, gold, pearl, silver, and onyx stone. Don't you tell me my God doesn't want you walking in manifested provision. Can't tell me that. God put all the money in the garden and said, now I'm giving you the authority to use everything you see, not just the cattle, not just the trees, but use that gold, use that silver, use it for my kingdom and use it for your own. Now, what is the blessing? The blessing is a covenant promise. It is based upon the word of God. The Hebrew word for blessing is baraka. And that means prosperity. Greek one is eulogia. And that is bounty. We know what bounty is, right? That's money. It also means to invoke. Now that word invoke means to empower. So in short, blessing means empowered to prosper. Now we've, these past month, we've dug into that word prosperity. That means success. Well, now success is to flourish physically, mentally, emotionally, and to be financially secure. So now the blessing is one who has authority, dominion, power to be financially secure and to flourish in every area of life. That is the blessing. The blessing is an anointing. It is, it is an anointing that you carry with you. There's nothing that you have to do. It is on you. The blessing is an anointing. Just like you have an anointing to be healed, an anointing to cast out devils, there is a tangible anointing that is upon you that will now empower you to flourish physically, mentally, emotionally, and to be financially secure. Can somebody shout amen? Now, it is an anointing. Somebody said the blessing is an anointing. Well, what's the anointing? It's yoke destroying, burden removing, power of God. Say it again. Yoke destroying, burden removing, Well, now, if you got any yokes tonight, if your finances are burdens, guess what? The anointing can destroy every yoke. It will remove every burden. I don't care what the situation looks like. When you come in contact with the anointing, it will change and rearrange every situation. My Bible says the Spirit of the Lord is up on me because he has anointed me. I don't care what MasterCard said. I don't care what Ford Motor Credit said. Because I am anointed. There is only inside of me yoke destroying, burden moving, power of God. Well now, man has got this authority, but Satan came in. Because he's mad. He lost his stuff. He lost his blessing. So he comes to the woman and he weaves in and he tricks her. And man gives up his place of dominion and authority. But somebody said God had another plan. Genesis chapter 12. 
Actually, we're not going to read that. I'm going to talk you through that. In Genesis 12, in Genesis 12, God says to Abraham, you know, we know this. He said, get thee out of thy country, leave your kindred into a land that I will show thee. I will make thy name great. I will make thee a blessing and all peoples of the earth shall be blessed. Now, God is the same yesterday, today and forever. It is the same blessing that he gave unto Adam. So God put on Abraham the dominion, the might and the authority to be financially secure. Can somebody say amen? amen? Well, in Genesis 13, the Bible says Abraham was very rich in cattle, very rich in gold, and very rich in silver. That is the result of the blessing. The blessing is not a car. The blessing is not a house. You can look at somebody and say, oh, he's blessed. No, that's the result of the blessing. I told you the blessing is an anointing that is upon you that causes now an attraction for everything that you may need. Now, in Genesis 15, Abraham, you have to turn there. You can just write it down for your own study. We got to go. In Genesis 15, <laughs> Abraham comes to God and says, he doesn't doubt God because the Bible says Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. Abraham didn't doubt God, but Abraham said, how do I know that what you're telling me is truth? What guarantee do I have that my name is going to be great? that my seed is going to inherit the earth. So God cannot lie. It is impossible, the Bible says in Hebrews 6, for God to lie. Excuse me. Now, the reason why God can't lie is because there is creative power in the word of God. Literally, whenever God speaks, whatever comes out of his mouth contained in those words our creative ability to cause now whatever he just said to come to pass. That's the dominion and the authority that he gave you and I as children of the Most High God. So God says now, he looks in the earth and what is man doing as a contract? And man was doing something called covenant. Covenant is a binding agreement. Somebody say covenant, covenant. is a binding agreement. But God just doesn't stop there. He goes into a blood covenant. Now, blood covenant is a little bit different. See, blood covenant is unto death. You cannot get out of a blood covenant. If my dad and Rodney enter into a blood covenant, let's say Rodney's going to supply the Turner household with carpet for the rest of the years, and they enter into that agreement. Well, when Rodney goes to be with Jesus, and when my dad goes to be with Jesus, it doesn't stop there because it's transferred through generations. So now it goes to me and Raja. And now after we die, it goes to our sons. That is what blood covenant is. You couldn't get out of blood covenant. The only way you can get out of blood covenant is if somebody didn't fulfill their part, then you had the right to kill them, thereby leaving you out of that. So God tells Abraham to get turtle doves and pigeons. He splits them down the middle and they walk into and they enter into a covenant. Now, covenant is your promise. That's what guarantees you that what I just told you about the blessing is rightfully yours. Somebody shout praise the Lord. Go to Deuteronomy chapter 8. You must receive the blessing through the word of God. The fact that God cannot lie guarantees you that the blessing is yours. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that empowers you or blesses you.
to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore unto thy fathers, as it is this day. So right here we understand that the blessing is a covenant issue. It has nothing to do with who you are. It's got nothing to do with the color of your skin, the texture of your hair, your education. It has to do everything what God told Abraham in Genesis 12, that I will bless you. Now, God is not limited by our limited ability. I'm going to say that again. God is not limited by our limited ability. Now, how do I get the blessing? I'm glad y'all laughed. Y'all are such a participating audience. Because the blessing is an anointing. And because the blessing is covenant, blood covenant, the blessing is transferred. Somebody say the blessing is transferred. All right. Now, in Genesis 25, the Bible says Abraham blessed Isaac. He gave all he had unto Isaac. In Genesis 37, Isaac now blesses Jacob. And then I stop right there. Because that's, that's, that's interesting, because Jacob was the younger. It was Esau and Jacob. Jacob wasn't supposed to get anything. But first, if y'all remember, Esau came in from the woods, and he sold him his birthright. Now, the birthright is not the blessing. The birthright is the inheritance. Now, that's, that's going to come up in a few more minutes. The, somebody said the birthright, the birthright is the inheritance. the inheritance. Now, the birthright went to the eldest son. Okay? So... When, when the dad died, the eldest son would get the most of the inheritance as well as the other kids. But the blessing, I told you, the blessing is, is what enables you to attract. I can, I can have the blessing. You can put me in, in the middle of the desert with no money, nobody. But because I got the blessing, I said, because I got the blessing, whatever situation you're in tonight, I don't care where you are, because you have the blessing, you'll just multiply, increase, abound, and bring forth much fruit. So Jacob got the birthright. Then he and his mom trick Isaac, and they get the blessing. All right. Well, Genesis 48, Genesis 37, rather, Jacob now favors Joseph, and the blessing is on Joseph. And Joseph gets sold into slavery. But that's right. I told you, it doesn't matter where you are. There is no enemy. There is no devil. There is nothing that can stop a child of God. Who's got the blessing? In jail, in prison, but he rises to second in command over the entire nation of Egypt. Now, here's where we, 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 pick, we, we miss it. Here's where we stop. The blessing didn't stop at Joseph. Joseph had two sons, okay? Ephraim and Manasseh. And in Genesis 48, Jacob comes in and he blesses Ephraim. Oh, now, Ephraim was the younger Ephraim now receives the blessing and it's transferred upon his generations. And this is where we pick up, turn to Joshua 17. I had to give you all that to get you over here. Joshua 17. When you're there, shout hallelujah. All right, verse 14. And the children of Joseph... Spake unto Joshua, saying, Why hast thou given us but one lot? Now, they're in, they're in Jericho, and now all the tribes are getting their inheritance in the promised land. So Ephraim, the tribe of Ephraim, comes to Joshua and says, Why have y'all given us just one lot? Seeing that I am a great people, for as much as the Lord hath what? 
17, Joshua spake unto the house of Joseph, even to Ephraim and to Manasseh, saying, Thou art a great people and hast great power. You shall have not only one lot, but the mountain shall be yours, for it is a wood. You shall cut it down, and the outgoings of it shall be thine. For you shall drive out the Canaanites, though they have iron chariots, and though they be strong. The blessing was in such full force on this entire tribe of Ephraim. They were outnumbering every other tribe. Joshua said, the man of God, you won't just get your inheritance, but look out, go over to the wood. All that land you see is yours. Get ready. God says, whatever used to satisfy you will no longer satisfy you. It's your time. Get ready to expand. Get ready to increase. Get ready to multiply because you have the blessing. You cannot limit God. Well, I'm just suffering. Or God only wants me to have a little. Who said that? <laughs> no. And every time we give, I claim the hundredfold. God is not the God of a hundredfold. God is not a God of 30, 60, or hundredfold. That lets you know what level you're on. God is the God of exceedingly abundantly, above all I can ask or think. He said, I will pour you out such a room, such a blessing. There shall not be room enough to receive it. God is the God of the overflow, the excess, the abundance. That's the God I'm serving tonight. Don't you tell me what I can't do. Don't tell me what I can't have. Don't tell me what I can't drive. Don't tell me where I can't live. Don't tell me where I can't go. I'm a child of God. I'm an heir of salvation. I am blood bought, the redeemed of the Lord. And I have the blessing. Jeremiah 33. Jeremiah 33. Now, while you find it, let me talk you through. <clears throat> the children of Israel, they go through all the kings, Solomon, Saul, David, and they get, they get into exile. They get carried off unto Babylon. And they're crying out to God for deliverance. In Jeremiah 31, 6, God says, I'm a father to Israel. And he says, Ephraim is my firstborn. So now God adopts the entire tribe of Ephraim as his firstborn. Now in Jeremiah 33, verse 14, Behold, the days come, says the Lord, that I will perform that good thing. Somebody shout a good thing. thing. Come on, shout a good good thing. I will perform that good thing which I have promised unto the house of Israel and to the house of Judah. In those days, at that time, I will cause the branch of righteousness to grow up unto David. He shall execute judgment and righteousness in the land. God says, I'm going to send you a branch that is going to connect the generations. And he will perform that good thing which I promised to Abraham that indeed all families of the earth shall be empowered to prosper, have success, and be financially secure. I like what verse 25 says. He says, thus saith the Lord. If my covenant be not with day and night, other words, if I haven't established the sun and the moon in revolving order, and I have not appointed the ordinances of heaven and earth, God says that, I told you God couldn't lie. And because his covenant is eternal, he's promising to perform the good thing. Now write this down. Covenant 
is my guarantee. The written contract is the word of God, and it was signed by the blood of Jesus. I'm going to say that one more time. How do I know that what you're telling me is truth, Minister Turner? Well, because the covenant is your contract. The written document is the word of God was in your lap, and it was signed by the blood of Jesus. Turn to Romans chapter 1. Remember, he said, I will send the branch of righteousness through David. Glory to God. You there, shout glory. glory. Amen. Romans chapter 1, verse 3, concerning his son, Jesus, the anointed one, our Lord, which was made the seed of David, according to the flesh, and declared to be the son of God, with power, according to the spirit of holiness, by the resurrection from the dead. Jesus, down through 42 generations, is the branch of righteousness that through him would be performed that good thing. Everybody with me? Good. Hebrews chapter 2. Quick recap. Go ahead and find Hebrews 2. God blessed Adam, told him to use all the earth's resources for his own service and for God's service. Adam gave it up. But God came right back in Genesis 12 with Abraham. The blessing now goes into a covenant. That blessing transferred from Abraham to Isaac, to Jacob, to Joseph, to the tribe of Ephraim, down 42 generations through Jesus. Now Jesus has the blessing. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14. For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he, Jesus, also himself, likewise took part of the same. That means he took on flesh and blood. That through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Verse 16, for verily he took not on him the nature of angels, but he took on him the seed of Abraham. Well, now through Jesus' death, I now am adopted. Somebody going to get this. Through his death, I now am adopted. I am now entered into sonship right through the death, burial, and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus. Well, I can't, we're not going to stop there. Colossians 2. All right, so now I'm entered into sonship right. That makes me a candidate. Somebody say candidate. Candidate. That makes me candidate to receive the blessing. But now we got to come back to that covenant. Because the blessing is a covenant issue, I told you. That's how you get empowered through the covenant. Colossians chapter 2. I'm going to read this from the Amplified. Verse 10. And you are in him made full and having come to fullness of life in the anointed one, you too are filled with the Godhead, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and reach full spiritual stature. Verse 11, 
in him, Jesus, also you are circumcised with the circumcision, not made with hands, but in a spiritual circumcision performed by Christ, stripping off the body of the flesh. Thus you are circumcised when you are buried with him in your baptism. So now, through his death, through his blood, I now enter into circumcision. That makes me candidate to receive the blessing. So the next time you take the body and the blood of Jesus, it's more than just your healing. It's more than just your sins being forgiven. That's my money. Jesus went to Calvary to get me my money. That's why I don't have to be broke because he was made poor that me through his poverty might be made rich. So, Jesus is the branch that completed the promise. He adopted me, took on the seed of Abraham, and now through him I'm now entered into circumcision. That same blood covenant that we read about or talked about in Genesis 15. Now let's tie it all again. Romans 8 says, For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Doesn't matter if you're male or female, black, white, or polka dot, Chinese, Japanese, Guyanese. Doesn't matter what you are. When you say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart and be my personal Savior, you are now brought into sonship rights. And now you are now available to you everything that came down through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That now makes me candidate to receive the birthright. What's the birthright? That's your inheritance. What's my inheritance? Divine health, joy, peace, happy marriage fullness of life, blessed children. That's your inheritance as a child of God. But we can't just stop at the birthright. I got to get y'all the blessing. Don't y'all want the blessing? Galatians 3. Hallelujah. Galatians chapter 3. Verse 12. The anointed one and his anointing has redeemed us from the curse of the law. There is no reason why you should be experiencing lack tonight. Because the Bible just said Christ has redeemed you from the curse. Through his blood he purchased your freedom. You don't have to be in lack. You don't have to live in insufficiency. You don't have to live from paycheck to paycheck. Christ has redeemed you from the curse. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree. Verse 14, that the blessing. Oh my God. The empowerment, the authority, the dominion, 
the rule to be financially secure of Abraham might come up on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ that we might receive the promise. What promise? The promise God told Abraham that I'm going to bless you and make you a blessing. And everybody who comes after you, I'm going to bless too. Christ redeemed me from the curse and gave me the blessing. Now the blessing from Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Ephraim is now on you, the church. My God, I thought y'all would be a little bit more excited about that. My God. Well, I, I heard that part. Well, that's good. Well, wonder why you're not getting the results yet. That's because the blessing works by condition. Just like everything, the blessing is governed by a spiritual law. Everything in the spirit is governed by law. Everything in the natural is governed by law. You're sitting in those chairs because the law of gravity puts you there. The blessing works by spiritual law. It must be activated. The same way the word of God must be activated in your life in order for you to receive results. The word of God is no good just sitting there in your lap. It must be in your mouth and it must be in your heart because the word of God cannot come back void. But once you send it, it will accomplish whatever you send it, and it will prosper or come back to you bearing what you told it to go do. So if you want something in your life, you better get the word and start speaking it in the manifestation. Blessing works by law. Hebrews chapter 6. Law means that you must participate. Law is, in order for this to happen, this must happen. You got to do this. If you want to get this, blessing works by law. What is that law? I'm glad y'all asked. You're asking so many good questions tonight. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 6. Verse 13. For when I am that I am, made promise to Abraham because he could swear by no greater. <laughs> I told y'all, are y'all getting this? I told you you couldn't lie. That's a guarantee right there. The fact that God can't lie. So there should be no room for fear. There ain't no reason for you looking at bills shaking Tell my Lord, have mercy. He already had mercy on Calvary. <laughs> what am I going to do? Oh, God, help me, Jesus. Oh, Lord, just help me, Father. Oh, pastor, I don't know what I'm going to do. They, they called. They said they're going to close my house down. Boy, you got a promise. My God shall supply all my needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou shalt prosper. Be in health, even as your soul prospers. There's no need for fear in the child of God. You got a promise right there in your lap, 66 books. No matter what the doctor says, I got a promise. My body is healed, it's whole.
activate. <laughs> he could swear by no greater. He swore by himself, saying, Surely blessing I will bless thee, and multiplying I will multiply thee. That is the law of the blessing. You must be in blessing to be blessed, and you must be in multiplying to be multiplied. You don't bless, you don't get blessed. You don't multiply, you don't get multiplied. Every one of the men that we read about sowed a seed before they received the benefit of the blessing. Go check it out, see if I'm lying. Each one of them had to activate what God put on them by sowing. They lived in a constant circle of giving and receiving. Abraham sowed into his man of God and received the blessing. He sowed tithes into Melchizedek and received riches, gold, silver. He had maidservants, men servants, camels, donkeys, everything. Tents, you name it, Abraham had it. Isaac did the same thing. Now, there was famine in the land. Somebody say famine. famine. There was famine in the land, and Isaac sowed in famine and received a hundredfold return. He activated what was on him. In him is the power. On you is the power to get the wealth, but you got to do something. You got to turn on the light switch to get the power. You got to turn it on to get the lights on. You got to get you some seed in order to activate what's on you. It's no good to you if you don't activate it. Oh, I'm blessed. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. How you doing, sister? Blessed. You're on the bus line. You ain't blessed because you're not activating what's on the inside of you. You sitting on what's yours. We're talking about sitting on dreams. Stop sitting on your blessing. I just showed you that you have sonship rights. You are the firstborn. You have access to the birthright. You have access to the blessing. So there's no excuse for anyone in here not to receive what I just showed you from God's word. Can't blame nobody but yourself if you don't activate it. The Bible says, give and it shall be given. That's spiritual law. How will it be given? Good measure. Press down. Shaken together. Why? Because of the result of the blessing. <laughs> well, why is it like that? Because God has to see can he trust you or not. Are you going to do what I tell you to do once you receive the benefit of the blessing? Are you going to look at $500 and get stuck talking about, wow, and forget what you're supposed to do with that? We start looking at the amount and forget that ain't no issue. That's going to come. Why? Why? Thank you, because I got the blessing. Are y'all getting it back there? Money come, because I got the blessing. Not because I work at uh, Bank of America. Bank of America will fall out tomorrow. And where you at? Nowhere. Because you ain't done no activating. It doesn't matter if there's famine. Doesn't matter if there's war. Doesn't matter if you get laid off or lose your job. 
because I've done what I need to do and I got harvest, well, the blessing of the Lord shall come upon thee and what? Overtake me. I'm in the Bible. Psalms 105 says, God remembers his covenant unto a thousand generations. That includes you. That includes me. That includes your children's children. The Bible says the Lord shall increase you more and more. It's time for you to break out. I said it's time for you to break out. It's time for you to start experiencing the good life. Somebody say the good life. The good life. I'm tired of living paycheck to paycheck, eating beanie weenies and franks and beans. Them days over with. But now we can shout about it. We can spit and run and do cartwheels. But there's still a law. You got to activate what's on you. The same way you got to step out in faith and believe God for your healing. You must step out in faith and activate what's been placed on the inside of you. How do I activate it? By sowing and reaping. But people get scared about that. You got to start where you are. Now, Jesus knew this. That's why he gave the parable of talents. One had ten, one had five, one had one. When our two of them went and activated what was given unto them, they multiplied it, brought it back, bearing much fruit. One of them, like so many of you all sitting here today, stuck it in the ground, sat on it, and complained about why they couldn't get nothing. And so when he brought it back, he called them wicked and unreasonable, cast them into eternal damnation, took what he had, and put it on those who used the blessing. So if you won't use what God has given you, look out. Don't get mad at me because I'm walking around in my manifested provision. Don't you hate? Don't you get all strifey and mm, who she thinks she I'm blessed. Don't get mad because you won't obey God. If you be willing and obedient, what's going to happen to you? So start where you are. Man had 10 talents, let's say $10. But when he went and multiplied it, he ended up with 20. Man started with five, ended up with 10. So start somewhere. God's got to have something to use. You got to give God something to use. You can't just stay there at dollars and five dollars. You can't get stuck at a level because God, I told you he's not the God of 30, 60, 100. If he's the God of the abundance, I need to be the servant of the abundance. Maybe y'all need some further convincing. Deuteronomy 28. Praise the Lord. Are y'all getting anything out of this? What does the blessing have to do with my success? Now, let's, once you find there, just keep your finger there. Stop and pause for a moment. Success as it pertains to having a plan. See, God's going to give you something to do. He's going to tell you. He told Abraham, get up out your country. Leave mom and them. Pack your bags. And, and move on out. So God's going to give you a plan. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor. 
God is going to give you your plan. So now once God tells you what to do, you can't be stuck talking about, I've done this all my life. This is the way we've always done it. This is how it's always been. You got to leave your comfort zone. You can't stay in Egypt forever. If you do, you're going to be building bricks and straw forever. So, (laughs) you got to get out of your comfort zone. He's going to tell you what to do. And when God whispers that number, so that hundred dollars, oh no, Jesus, I bind that devil in the name of Jesus, so that the boat shut. No, that wasn't the devil. He's trying to get you somewhere. For every financial level that you will go, you must first pass a money test. Abraham couldn't go to his next level until God tested him with Isaac. He had to see whether or not he could be trusted with all that God was going to manifest. I mean, that's a powerful word. I'm going to bless you and everybody who comes after you. Boy, that's something right there. Heavy word. Can God trust you tonight? If he can't, that's, that's why you in your situation. Because God can't trust you. You'll hold on to what he gives you. You won't release it. Because remember what we read when you first started in Genesis chapter 1? Or Genesis 2, rather. He told Adam, use the earth's resources for my kingdom first. Then use it for your own. God comes first. Seek first the kingdom and his way of doing things. Then everything you have need of will be added unto you. This ain't your thing. This ain't, that ain't your money anyway. It really ain't your life. You won't long, by the way. But for those that will be obedient that will not operate in fear, that will activate what is on them, given to them by the covenant, given to them through their sonship rights, I have for you now the promise. Deuteronomy 28. And it shall come to pass. Faith soldiers, on June the 9th, 2004, if you will hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord your God to observe and to do his commands, which I command you this day, that the Lord shall set thee on high above all nations of the earth. He and all these blessings shall come on thee and they shall overtake thee. If you will hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, empowered to prosper with good success and financially secure, shall you be in Charlotte, and financially secure, empowered to prosper, shall you be in the field. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, that's your children, and the fruit of thy ground, and the fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Blessed, empowered to prosper, and financially secure, shall be your basket and thy store, that's your bank accounts. Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. The Lord shall cause thy enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. They shall come out against thee one way, and they shall flee against thee seven ways. I don't care what enemy you have tonight. God says they are destroyed. Enemies of lack, enemies of debt, enemies of poverty, enemies of sickness and disease. I declare to you they are erased right now in the name of Jesus. 
the Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and all that I set thy hands to. He shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God gives unto you. The Lord shall establish thee as an holy people. There it is, success in living holy unto himself as he has sworn unto you. If you shall keep the commandment of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways, and all people of the earth shall see that you, faith soldiers, are called by my name, saith the Lord, and they shall be afraid of thee, because you're increasing and you're taking over. And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. Get ready. I told you what used to satisfy you won't satisfy any you more. There's not enough room to receive what God is about to do in your life. Get ready, says God. And the Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, huh? the heaven to give thee rain unto thy land in his season. So if you're experiencing drought tonight, if you're experiencing drought, I say God's causing rains to descend from heaven this night. A fresh rain, I declare, be upon you tonight in the name of Jesus and to bless all the work of your hand. Get ready, Rodney, for anointed flooring. Get ready. If whatever it works, if you own a business, that's your promise tonight. He's blessing the work of your hand. Increase and multiplicity. And thou shalt lend unto many nations. Hello, somebody. And thou shalt not borrow. I said, thou shalt not borrow. Thou shalt not borrow. Thou shalt not borrow. The Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. And thou shalt be above only and not beneath. And thou, if thou shalt hearken unto the commandments of the Lord thy God, which I command thee this day to observe and to do them, if thou wilt not go aside and do your own thing and get stuck and be afraid any of these words, which I command you this day to the right hand or to the left or to go after other gods to serve them. That's your covenant promise. That's your right. You are God's royal diadem. You are victorious. You have the blessing. And everything you set your hands to, I declare prosperous. I declare when you come in, you're blessed. I declare when you go out, you're blessed. I declare in school, you're blessed. I declare in your job, you're blessed. I declare from this day forward, your life will never be the same again. I declare as you activate what's upon you, you shall go from glory to glory to glory. I declare increase is upon you now. Wherever you go, prosperous. Get ready to increase. Get ready to supersede everything. Get ready to open up more bank accounts. They're going to call you and say, stop bringing that money. We can't do no more. It's time for takeover. It's our time. It's our time. It's our time because we are blessed. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet and give God some praise. Glory, glory. Hallelujah. Thank you for joining us today. We always appreciate to hear how God is moving in your life. No matter where you are in life, we'd love to hear your story. Please visit fsmonero.org. Also, if the message you heard touched your life and you would like to support this ministry financially and make a difference around the world, you can do so by visiting fsmonero.org and click on the Give link. We thank you.